This week, we review the explosive first episode of Fire Force and the mysterious first episode of Erased. Welcome to One Shot Reviews. Hey guys, having trouble picking an anime to watch? We're here to help you pick the right show. I'm Chris Long. And I'm Lawrence Edmondson. And welcome to One Shot Reviews. Where we watch and review the first episodes of various anime and give you our opinions. So just want to give a quick shout out to everyone that's been listening to the past uh, four episodes that we've released. Didn't actually think we'd get this many listens and stuff, but I'm actually pretty proud with uh, the amount of people we've got listening. So just wanted to say thank you to everyone. Appreciate that, guys. We really appreciate your support and um, listening to our shows. I know you know the world is is in a crazy place right now, but you know we appreciate the support. You know, it's, it's you guys sitting at home, it's kind of easy to listen to podcasts right now. So you know, just dive in. We're five episodes in, and uh, really like the outcome. Appreciate the support, guys. Yeah, again, thanks, guys, and. Uh... Hey, Lawrence, what have you been up to this week? Man, same thing as last week, man. i just been playing a lot of des- <laughs> playing a lot of Destiny. My uh, school semester's over, so I need to register for my classes for this fall. Right. Um, praying that we have a summer, man, that we Me open too, back man. up for the summer. And, uh, It'd be nice. Yeah, that's, that's, that's basically what's going on with me right now. Yeah, this week I've just been catching up on, uh, on Ozark. That was, a, uh, that was a wild ride. But, yeah, other than that, it's been a quiet week for me. Just been working all day and catching up on Ozark. Playing a, been playing a lot of Animal Crossing and Call of Duty. Two, uh, two very similar games. <laughs> a lot of similar, you know, you know uh, th- those two games couldn't be any more similar if you really think about it. Right. <laughs> uh, yo, Ozark, though. How is it, bro? It's crazy. Yo, that's awesome. Season awesome, 3. Man. Because I think I started watching it last week, or or maybe even maybe two Sundays ago. So exactly two weeks ago, I think I started watching it, and I just binged those three seasons. Oh, like real quick. That was the first time you picked it up. Was like yeah, yeah. Wow. I just never, I just never watched it. But uh, finally, finally, watched. anime was taking up too much of my time. So I, I said, you know what? Let me watch. Something. Let me watch something that's actually real. <laughs> Let me watch something that's live action for once. Popped in Ozark and uh, instantly got hooked. Yeah. Regret nothing. So hopefully season four comes out relatively man, soon. Man, I doubt it, man. It took them so long to fucking do that shit. Maybe <sighs> season three, everybody was waiting for that to drop, man. Shit. They, well, one can hope. Right. <laughs> but, all right, guys. Uh, let's just get right into it. Let's get it. All right. So the first show we're going to be talking about is Erased. Uh, the author is Kai Sanbei, and the anime was released back on uh, January 8th, 2016, and aired until March 25th, 2016, for a total of 12 episodes. And it is a mystery science thriller anime, and the summary is as follows. The story follows Satoru Fujinuma a young man living in Chiba who somehow possesses an ability known as Revival, which sends him back in time moments before a life-threatening incident, enabling him to prevent it from happening again. 
When his mother is murdered by an unknown assailant in his own home, Satoru's ability suddenly sends him back 18 years into the past. So if that it, that's that summary alone is pretty pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and the theme song is by Asian Kung Fu Generation. Uh, some of you may know them from from Naruto and a, a few other shows. I forget what other shows they they make this theme song for, but they they do a lot of theme songs. So the show opens up he with Satoru. He's he's 29 years old and and he's a manga author. And the show opens up with him doing like kind of a sad monologue as he tries to get his newest chapter published and the the guy he's talking to keeps telling him that what he made isn't quite what they want it's almost there but but they need him to dig really deep into him and and really bring out like his deeper emotions and and he talks about his deep inner self a lot and how he's afraid to go there and you're just kind of like uh okay so this guy was traumatized in the past but we don't know by what and we we find out it's 2006 and he works as a uh, pizza delivery driver he has like a little moped and a uniform and he delivers pizzas one day on his delivery he he's driving along he's having another sad monologue and he sees a a blue butterfly fly fly across the street and he goes oh that's a little weird and then the screen like flashes for a second and then you realize that it the show restarted but like a minute behind in the past it's it's like he like just jumped back onto his moped again and he realizes that and he starts like frantically searching around he's like what's what's the thing that's wrong i need to i need to find it and he sees a truck drive by him and he notices that the driver isn't holding onto the wheel like his arms are just kind of limp by his side and he spins around his moped and follows the truck honking his horn, honking at the moped. And he drives by the girl that he works with. She's a high school student. And she's sitting there watching the whole thing going, holy shit, what's happening? And Satoru leans into the the truck because he can't get the guy to wake up. And he pulls the wheel so that they just narrowly avoid absolutely destroying this little kid that's walking like in the crosswalk. Like this, this kid would have been fucking... There wouldn't have been nothing left of him. That truck was doing like 40, 50, and that kid was like five or six years old. That kid would have been obliterated. He he saves the kid, and he's like, oh, okay, thank Christ. And then you hear a car honk, and he actually, he himself gets hit by a car, and, and the screen just cuts to black. So so already, like within two minutes of the, two, three minutes of the show starting, we, we okay, so he, he has this time travel thing that that seems to happen every time he sees a little blue butterfly and you find out when he when he wakes up or not when he wakes up he's like he's in a dreamlike state and he thinks he's dying and he says quote nothing good comes from getting involved with strangers oh well my dying doesn't make any difference so you can already tell that this guy has lived 29 years just not caring about anything and being really reserved and doesn't care if he lives or dies and you're trying to figure out like what the hell was this traumatic thing that happened to him as a kid that made him like this and during his little life flashing before his eyes he sees a girl in a red jacket telling him to wake up and he he, he does wake up two days later in the hospital and the the high school girl her name's Ari Katagiri she's there 
and she's like, oh, thank, thank Christ, dude, you woke up. Uh, you, you know, I, I've been here waiting for you. Your mom was here earlier, but she left, and, and he's he's still all sad, and they talk for a bit, and he asks her what her dream is, and she won't tell him what her, her dream is because she's like, oh, well, we're not really friends or anything. We just work together, so I'm not going to tell you what my dream is, but, but like my dream that i do right. tell my friends and everything even if because he says well what if what if you don't make it or what if people put you down and she goes well if you just tell yourself every day what your dream is and you work at it every day one day it's gonna happen no matter what anyone else says so you just got to keep moving forward and, and work towards that dream and for like a split second like when she leaves he he gets happy and he's like oh that's that's a really good outlook on life i need to it's comforting knowing that there's someone else out there unlike me that actually you know has hopes and dreams and stuff so you find out while he's in the hospital that he actually knows what his time traveling ability is is it like is called he calls it revival and it's uh he claims it's not beneficial for him it's beneficial for other people because he can go back between one and five minutes uh every time he sees the blue butterfly and the blue butterfly show up right before something bad happens so he can travel back in time and he can stop the thing from happening. And it only happens once. So he, he gets one shot at trying to fix whatever the, the thing was. And he's, he claims that most incidents just turn out neutral. So like nothing bad ends up happening if he saves someone. But nothing um, like his life doesn't get better or the person's life doesn't get better from saving them. It's, it's like a neutral situation. Like nothing kind of happened. He says the only side effect is sometimes negative things happen to him, like him getting hit by a car. <laughs> so so he goes home, and his mom's home. She's 52, but she looks super young. And it, it, there's like a running joke where everyone thinks she's like a demon, because everyone thinks it's his sister. And he's like, no, that's not my sister, that's my mom. And everyone's like, is she, is she a demon? Like, why is she so young? <laughs> and uh that <laughs> night when she takes over his bed in his tv and there's a report on the tv about a missing person or a missing kid but the kid they find the kid like two days later and she asks him oh do you remember what happened to you in fifth grade and he goes what do you mean what happened to me in fifth grade she goes oh well you know all his parents tried really hard to make all of you forget it because something you know something really like all your lives were in danger back then but if if all you guys have forgotten about it then then it's fine and he starts thinking that night about what happened and he remembers that two of his classmates went missing when he was in, yeah when he was in the fifth grade so that's when you start missing kind yeah. of piecing it together you're like all right so when he was in fifth grade two of his classmates went missing and maybe that's why he's super sad and then you get another flashback to him being in fifth grade and this older guy named yuki who like has this yeah he has like this toy airplane kind of thing and he's playing in the field where all the kids are and he befriends uh satoro uh, and they like he becomes friends with the kid and the two of them are like playing with the plane they're having a good time like nothing nothing bad's going on or anything he's just friends with this older dude and the older dude's like hey who's the most popular kid in your class like maybe if you're when you're like in class maybe if you copy like one or two things that that cool dude does maybe people look at you differently maybe you'll become the cool kid one day and he's giving them like all this life advice and they're just having a good time and then you find out that six months later a guy named jun shiratori was 
uh, erected. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with me? <laughs> oh, fuck. He was arrested <laughs> as a, uh, he was arrested and convicted of being a serial kidnapper and murderer. And you find out that June is actually Yuki. Uh, and then, and then, you know, Sadaru falls asleep. So you find out back when he was in fifth grade, June was convicted of being a serial kidnapper and murderer. And you essentially think that he's the one that took those two classmates. So then you start going, oh, so that's why he's all fucked up in the head. Um, Because I'd be a little fucked up in the head, too, if I was in fifth grade and kids just started going missing. And I'm like, am am I next? Like, what? So the next day, he's he's in the parking lot with his mom they just went food shopping and he sees another blue butterfly and he's he's like he knows the blue butterfly they go back a minute and he's asking his mom like hey mom do you do you notice anything weird like do you have a weird feeling or anything and she's like what the hell are you talking about well actually when you were a kid i remember you saying something like that once and she starts looking around and sees a guy walking away with a girl like a little a little girl but she notices that the guy, and the guy's like dressed up in a jacket and a hat and glasses, and he turns around and uh, notices her staring at him, but she can't tell who he is. And she takes the little girl to his car, and you see him get in the car, turn on the van, and drive away. But he left the little kid behind with an ice cream cone, and he goes away. And the woman, like his mom's just sitting there, like, that, Did that guy notice me? Like, what? Was he, was he trying to kidnap that little girl? And then it just flashes to them walking home, and they run into Ari, or Ari, Ari, Ari. I don't know how to say. It. I think it's Ari. Um, and the mom enjoy, invites her for for dinner, yeah. and so they're all having dinner. They're shooting the shit. They're having fun, and it. Uh, he, Satori realizes that. The girl that was in his flashback from earlier with the red jacket, her name is Kayo Hinazuki. And she was one of the people that was kidnapped 18 years earlier. And he remembers being in like the police interrogation saying that like it was his fault because he saw her alone in the park the night before she went missing. And she he was like, If I if I had told her like I'll walk home with you, maybe she'd still be alive. And the next day, the mom is sitting there shopping, and she realizes who the dude was that was staring at him, or you know that who the dude was that that stole or tried to kidnap the little girl the day before. And she she calls like an unknown number. We don't know who she's calling, and she starts piecing the puzzles together. Like, or I, I guess she has information where she thought that. The dude, June Yuki, from 18 years ago, isn't the actual killer. And she thinks the dude that was trying to kidnap that girl the day before is the killer. And that's why she calls the number. So I think she called a cop or just someone close that she knows. And and it cuts to her being in the apartment making food. And this is when the show gets really fucking crazy. Because, like, you thought time traveling and everything was crazy. But... I don't know. Should 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 we spoil it or should we? No, I absolutely not. Okay. No, don't say okay. that. <laughs> um, just know that the show takes a huge one eighty right here. Uh, pretty pretty much, the mom realizes that she should have listened to her son when they were younger. Maybe she, they would have been able to save the girl or not. And she starts realizing who the dude was that was trying to kidnap that little girl. 
and she she's trying it looks like she's trying to finally make things right or at least try and save the dude on death row or something and and this is when erased really kicks in kicks into the fucking high gears dude <laughs> it's, it's funny in my notes here i just have hey yo because <laughs> that was the exact moment yep. where this scene happened and I, like i was watching it mm-hmm. and i was just like i was not expecting that at no. all no so it definitely the show go so it starts off kind uh I thought it. I, I I thought it started off kind of slow. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad thing, though. Right. That's not a bad thing because this is a different type of anime. Mm-hmm. This isn't a shonen. This isn't a fighting anime. This is no. so. This is. I got movie vibes from this, right. like an actual movie setup. I got from right, this. right. Um, that's what I have here in my notes. Like this is a movie setup. Like this is a movie. I will watch. Yo, I'm about to. I'm about to actually watch Lord, this. Yo, this Lord, is only. I'm telling you imagine the end of uh, all right so you know the promised neverland how much you love that and like all the plotting and the scheming and everything yeah 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 yeah. this is erased is the same thing it's the same thing like it is all mind games the rest of like people playing mind games with each other and and trying to figure out clues and hints and what really happened and and all that stuff that's it's funny you say that because one of my friends actually told me to watch erased a long time ago and i just never did right and now you brought it up last week, like you were gonna use it for you know for today's episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I hit him up, and I was like, Yo, bro, did you tell me to watch this show? He was like, Yeah, and he told me he said the same thing you said about, you know, just str- like strategy, like just cr- like trying to figure out stuff and just mind games types that like he told me that's what, and you're you're basically saying the same thing. Right. And this uh this this um it's only twelve episodes the season is only 12 episodes so side mm-hmm. note that's the average number of 12 13 oh yeah the Lawrence, average Lawrence number. went out and figured out figured out our question from last week <laughs> there there it goes so 12 to 13 episodes is the average number of episodes per season in an anime right. so of course there are um, some outliers but <laughs> right yep uh, so, so this isn't a long, this isn't long at all. No, I'll, um, I'll, I've watched, I'll tell you, I've, I've seen the whole show already. I watched it a few years ago and it's not one of those ones where it just ends at 12 episodes and then they never made more episodes. Like the show is literally just 12 episodes. They wrap everything up the whole show. Wow. Yeah. They finished the whole storyline in 12 episodes. So wow. you're not, you're not going to be left with any cliffhangers or anything. Um, okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So. I, 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 since this is a small, a short one, I feel like I, I, I do want to catch up on this because I, I, I did think the setup was really good, mm-hmm. and then the ending, and you're like, and the, the, the ending of the first episode, <laughs> you're crazy. like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> this shit was nuts. I was like, oh my god, I was not expecting that. Right. Oh my god! Right. I, I, and then I forgot what happened after that, and I'm thinking right. about like, dang, that was cr- that's crazy now. <laughs> So yeah, so definitely it's it gives you movie uh, movie vibes, guys. Like this is this is something. This is a this is like a really good. It's like, like if they made this a movie, it would be a really good movie. If it was what is it, twelve episodes? Each episode's about twenty minutes if you take out the theme song. So an hour is three episodes. So it's just a four hour movie. That's all. <laughs> Basically, yeah. like yeah. so. So if you're ever thinking, hmm, should I watch the you know extended version of Lord of the Rings or Erased? Go with Erased. <laughs> 
<laughs> you've already seen the extended version of lord of the rings let's be real i've you know facts I'm not going to tell you i've already watched it five times but that's besides the point um <laughs> definitely I, uh, yeah i i highly recommend a race and at the end of the episode it plays the the theme song which then starts every episode and that song's a banger i've i love those guys like i said earlier they've they've done uh naruto songs they've done trying to think what other animes i know they do a bunch of anime openings you guys will know their their voice hands down and and the song is super catchy i've been singing it for a couple days now (laughs) it won't get out of my head (laughs) um yeah you know we love you with your with your theme songs (laughs) you're like the king of theme songs bro as uh, you are um so yeah it was yo i got the butterfly effect Mm -hmm. from the butterflies flying around like i got i just that jingle right like i just got like that but like the movie the butterfly effect i don't know yeah yes something about Um, it yeah it's literally the anime version of that it's it's honestly literally just the anime version of that to be that's crazy you know he he kind of has it's not amnesia but his memory's hazy because his mom and all the other parents you know tried to make sure they didn't remember it he can go back in time uh to fix an issue that's about to happen like i said he can only go back like one to five minutes uh, it only happens every time you see. He can't, unlike Ashton Kutcher, he can't just make it happen. It right. just happens right before an event. So, right. yeah, the the ending is crazy for episode one, and the ending of the show is crazy. Every episode ends on a cliffhanger. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Amazing. Yeah, I'm show. gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to finish this for sure. You have no excuse. It's twelve episodes, and you're not in school anymore. Yeah. Finish the damn show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me bro. you got me you got me um so yeah that's what i had that's what i had for that show i would definitely i would this is definitely a show that i would i would watch guys if you have the time mm-hmm. for sure but uh um, all right let's get into was, our other show man okay so our other show is fire force the author is at sushi akubo uh it was released july 5th to december 27th um 2019 uh second season is set to premiere in july 2020 now because of all the bullshit that's going on Mm. i don't know if that stands i'm hoping but who knows it might it might get pushed i haven't heard anything yet but i'll keep an eye out let you guys know if it does get pushed we will we will um so the total episodes right now are 24 mm-hmm. uh the summary here shinra kusakabi is a third generation pyrokinetic youth who gained the nickname devil's footprints for his ability to ignite his feet at will he joins special fire force company eight which features other pyrokinetics who dedicated themselves to ending the infernal attacks for good while investigating companies one through seven for potential corruption in their ranks. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That I was not aware of. Oh, yeah. the, genre, <laughs> the genre is action, shonen, supernatural. And the theme song... Yo, bro, you're killing me with the... <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch you again, man. <laughs> the theme songs is Inferno by Miss Green Apple. Mr. and Mrs. Green Apple. <laughs> uh, I got you. Uh, <laughs> yo, bro. Yeah, like, theme, ED. <laughs> yo, why do you do this? Just like, why do you. Because t- <laughs> I 
because you know I'm keeping it all in the episode. <laughs> just, just be happy I didn't put dub in the genres again. <laughs> yo, yo, I can't with you, bro. We're fighting, bro. <laughs> he said, I got you. My man put that in there and then literally was like, I'm going to help you out because I did that on purpose and I, I got you. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Do, do, do your thing. All do right, thing. so yeah, the the first opening is Inferno by Miss Green Apple. The ending is Veil by Kana, uh, Kana Suda. And the second opening, which happens at around episode 13, I think, is Mayday by Cold Rain featuring Rio from Crystal Lake. And the second ending is Nanao by Lenny Code Fiction. Woo. Yeah, so all that, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, so... Boy, all right. Well, here we go. So the animation um, is very clean. Yep. This is definitely and the uh, yeah. I'm. I feel like I'm starting to say this about all the animes now. I'm noticing the animation now is just way better. Like anim- animation is just getting a lot better. Like mm-hmm. the, the the animes now, you can just tell are different than from the past. Very clean. Um, and it's just like it, it's really nice. The opening scene, the Shinra's on the train, right, right, and and very beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. And basically, the show opens up with a passenger on the same train as him. Just and this, was, I thought it was just like man, uh, <laughs> aesthetically beautiful. Oh yeah, this, this guy. Sh- this show is aesthetically pleasing to watch in my opinion. yo it's crazy and what's the crazy is the sounds to me the sounds the like mm-hmm. all the sound the noises when people get hit the clink clink like mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like winding up and stuff i'm like yo this is fire not even like outside of what you see like the 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 visual aesthetic the audio aesthetic of this show is like yo this is this is fire no pun intended <laughs> um so the show opens up where a passenger on the train just spontaneously just combusts into their demons, I guess. Yeah, they call Fire them uh, demons. Infernos. Infernos. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's what they're called. But the way, yo, how it was done was fire. Like, all of a sudden, so everyone's just chilling on the train. A little ember of fire mm-hmm. comes out the side of this guy's mouth. Real small. Little small ember. Boom! He just bursted into a, I was like, yo, what? It was just like it was quick. Mm-hmm. It was quick. You just see a little little ember. And then he just burst into a into a fire demon. It's just like what? <laughs> like it just like if you like if you didn't know anything about the show, that would just catch you off. I mean, I've 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 heard of like what it is obviously everyone's talking about fire force fire force is another like mainstream type thing now a lot of people like it whatever mm-hmm. so i was like kind of aware of like i've heard of like what happens and stuff but that was just a very cool aesthetic um and then you know fire what fire force eight squad eight um they come and they do their thing um right because have... shinra shinra's on on the because the when it's funny because so so the show takes place. They call it Solar Year One Ninety Eight in Tokyo, and wow. um, yeah, 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 and, and, yeah, and Shinra's on the at the station waiting for the train to show up. And the when the guy bursts in the flames, it, it's it's not something that's like holy shit, this happened. This, this never happened before. It's like 
Oh, someone's in flames. Okay, uh, everyone, get off the train. We're leaving the cart at the station. The train's gonna keep going. Everyone, stay away. Fire for like the 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 firefighters are on the like they have a whole system in place for when people mm-hmm. randomly spontaneously combust, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 what's really dope about it. So, look, man, all three of the tropes are in this show. Hey. <laughs> We have the hierarchy system, mm-hmm. we have the nicknames, and we have the hierarchy system, nicknames, and, like, abilities. Mm-hmm. If you just throw those three things in any show, Lawrence is gonna the lose show's going to be fun. <laughs> Not even, like, everyone thinks those are fire. Mm-hmm. Like, if ev- any show that has a hierarchy system of who's stronger than who, mm-hmm. with nicknames, if people have nicknames, that's just cool, <laughs> and abilities. Right. You got yourself a good show. Like, I'm sorry, but you got yourself a good show. Like, bro, the formula, that's the formula. It works. Every every writer uses it for a reason. Right. That Those things are all in here. I noticed them right away. So, boom, this guy. Yo, how sick was this fight, come, though? Like, the very first, yo, the very, because Shinra is about to be like, okay, I'm going to be the one. Because yeah. he's sitting there, he's like, all right, I got to save it. And you see his feet, like his shoes smoke like little bits of smoke start showing up but Yo, right before you can bro. do anything like like company h just like shoves them aside they're like get away citizen we're gonna save the day you know and their outfits are super cool too they're like the black they look like a firefighter's outfit now but instead of like the yellow and the reds and stuff it's all black with these blue like fluorescent stripes going across them uh, uh-huh which is fire (laughs) (laughs) right they just they're basically you know they're flexing with their firefighter outfits they look really cool Mm -hmm. um yeah man and 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 the fight yeah so that that whole opening scene is just so aesthetically pleasing um Mm -hmm. and and you see like uh shinra it like foreshadows like he's about to go off oh yeah like this dude like he has some type of power that makes him like he's a beast like you could just tell and they were right before they show it to you like chris just said they were like nah 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 you're not getting it yet (laughs) they're like nah 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 nah. you're not about to see the beast yet like he's a savage but you're not seeing it yet which is right it was like so then you're like this is right off rip of the episode then you're like Oh, so this dude's a beast. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm now I'm sucked in because I gotta see what he can do now. <laughs> so off rip, that that's what happens. So then after that, um, they get into Shinra is actually just joined, um, the uh, Fire Force Eight, the yep. uh, Squad Eight. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first episode, they don't really they don't really show you how it's just kind of he's just on it um he just joined them i want to say he just joined them recently he, he's it literally uh, the show's opening with him like the reason why he's at the train is because he's going to join company eight like he's getting on the train to go there but they just happen oh, they just happen to show up to fight the thing right, and that's right, why right, like, right, oh, right, right. hey guys i'm shinra reporting for duty <laughs> you know right 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 yeah, yeah. Um, we don't ever find out like his time in the academy it's one of those like as the 24 episodes progress you get a little bit bit like oh he was here during this time and he met this dude and he went through the academy and everyone called them the devil and now he's here like it's just like a quick like background story thing 
Um, got it, yeah. got it, got it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so then, you know, he goes to, you know, the, the, the headquarters, the Five Force A, whatever. He meet you know, they, they basically introduce his team. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and the part where he say, oh, my God, Oh, at the bro. beginning during that fight? He's, yeah, bro, when he saves the girl. Like, so the fight's over, right? Mm-hmm. The demon gets... The demon gets vanquished or whatever. They bodied his shit. It was over. <laughs> it was slow for him. Then you see a quick glimpse of what Shinra can do because he saves one of the Fire Force 8 members from... Was something going to fall yeah, on like, head like or the, something? Like a part of the roof like was a, falling. A pipe? Yeah. Or some, yeah, something was falling and you just see this man... That's when his powers kick in. <laughs> That's in your life. Literally. You... It's How like crazy it's, was that animation because because the the it was nuts. That was to the sister. They call her. She's a sister. She's like a nun. Um, his, the distance from her to him, 10, 15 feet. But the way they animate it makes it look like this dude just traveled the fucking world to save this girl. <laughs> like because because they they do crazy camera angles where they whip the camera back and forth. It's while lit, he's like bro, activating it's so and lit. he's going mock nine billion to save her. <laughs> is so lit bro like it, it was really it was it was really dope so like i was like okay i'm like all right i can i can see why everyone like everyone's talking about fire force and it's like it's just like pretty proper i'm like this opening scene was and it's, it's the opening dope. five minutes because after all that happens then the song right. starts which the song right yo this is like the first five minutes like <laughs> three minutes this is the first three minutes like this all happened um so yeah so then you know he he goes and meets a squad uh and then um basically the episode at the end um we don't, we don't have to go through everything but basically at the end uh they go they have a call uh of another um inferno mm-hmm. and this man this fight that it was it look they this like aesthetically this show is just so beautiful good man it's so beautiful like it, it's really done very well with this aesthetics and like i said it's audio aesthetics oh, are it's, the it's, best to me it's like they it's studied s- fire for like a year because the noises that every flame makes in the show are not only so on point they're all different too it's not like the same generic fire noise you hear it's all right. dependent on like is it a person that's on fire it's a thing on fire they're using fire abilities like what's happening it's aesthetically pleasing to look at the show but also to listen to, you know, man, it's so good, man. It's so good. Um, <clears throat> but real quick before, I, before that fight, we find out two things though. Cause the first thing we find out is, is the world building, which is spontaneous human combustion is a thing that exists. And it, it literally is just spontaneous. Like anyone in the world, it can happen to. And you find out that one day, I think it's, 250 years or something like that previously the the world randomly people just started bursting in the flames and they called those people first generation um users because they would turn into infernals and they had no they lost all human emotions and abilities and everything they just want to they turn into an infernal and just start destroying everything and you find out that those people exist and then there's second generation users who they can't create flames 
but they can control flames that already exist. And then you have third generation users who have the ability to create their own flames and then use them to fight. Bro, <laughs> this show has a lot. This show can go very far. Oh, because there's so much that can be done. I wanted to get to that. Mm -hmm. There's so much that can be done with the concept of this. Well, what's like? Why does this happen? Right, and it's it's amazing because Fire or Company Eight. It's not. They don't go the route of every single person has powers and they're all OP. They only, as of right now, only have one third gen, which is Shinra, our main character. Shinra. Right. Who who his whole philosophy is he wants to be a hero. Like that's why he joined. And then I'm gonna be honest, that was kinda weak. Well I thought that, that was kinda weak. You, you find out why he wants to be a hero later on. But um Well yeah, yeah. I mean we find out why. I just think but that you know when he's like again, I wanna be a just, hero, you're like that's it's not just true. mad corny. It's yeah, like, like it's just, just it's real he's corny. Just saying stupid but, shit. That's not the real reason. <laughs> but you find out so their captain, Obi he he doesn't have any powers, but he's a fucking tank, this dude. Like he uses like axes and shields and shit, and he's a cute like he's built like a fucking brick house. Like this dude's huge. And he's he's super silly. Cause like there's this one scene where he's talking to Shinra and he's yo, like, Yo, why does everyone call you the devil? And he's like, Oh, because back in the academy, whenever I got tense or uncomfortable, like I, I smile. That's my thing. And so, right. and then you just see Obi like get up into his face and start staring at him, and he starts Bro, making I was like a noise. And, and Shinra, that's when he smiles, and he's like, "Ah, oh, it's true. You're just a little shithead, aren't you? This is great." Like he's like Obi just like dicks around, but he, he's also like like a leader. You know, everyone follows him to the T, but he's also like super silly. Like he he knows when to, he can dick around, but then he knows when he has to like lay down the law and be like inspirational and stuff. Which is the complete opposite of their second lieutenant, or their lieutenant, who's a second generation user, his uh, Hinawa, and he's super serious all the time, like no bullshit, yeah. gotta yeah. gotta do like follow everything by the book, and all this stuff. And I'm trying they uh, his ability he can you'll figure it out. I don't want to spoil it. You'll figure it out later. Um, but he's he's a second generation user. We figure that out, and he uses guns. He, he's like the gun dude. He has like a little like Uzi that he uses and pistols My man and shit. pulled out an Uzi. I was crying. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just was not expecting that, bro. Like, are we fighting fire? Well, okay. Yeah, so let's shoot him. It's not, I was it's like, not like a what? big secret. You find out like in the next episode what his ability is. But pretty much he can, he controls, he can control the bullets because once he shoots a bullet, he can then control the ignition firing and where the bullet goes so that's why he oh, uses guns that's fucking ridiculous. so he can shoot the guns and then control essentially where the bullets go so he he turns into fucking neo or like the dude from wanted where you can just like curve bullets and shit i and was do whatever just about to say that yeah yeah so he does that and then uh shinra is a third generation where he can he's called the devil's he can create devil's footprints which is what he uses his ability which destroys his shoes so he never really wears shoes he's like in sandals or barefoot and his feet just ignite and he pretty much has like rocket feet like just flames coming out of his feet which he can then use to like fly around and shit and he can use to like propel himself to do like powerful kicks and all this stuff and we also have iris who's the sister she's a nun and she has no powers and the point of sisters is because another 
thing with the show is religion plays a huge part of the show where every time they go to fight something they go all right sister start the prayer and she uh-huh. prays to the great god of flame soul and during the fight the sister sits there like making a triangle kind of thing with her fingers and just prays like the whole fight and then my favorite character maki she's a second generation soldier and she's like an ex army soldier and she's fucking ripped but she's also like she's the girl that if you say something she'll beat the fuck out of you but she's also super into like the fairy tale love story and everything so she's got like she's got two sides of the coins and dude she's her power is she can make these two little flame dudes um and the little flame dudes she can control she puts them into like these giant gauntlets that she can use to beat the shit out of people and stuff but um and yeah she can't create the flames she just uses the flames to make those two i forget what she calls them but they're stupid little cute names um and she's like the best hand-to-hand fighter on the team too like she fucking she doesn't fuck around like if you want to hand-to-hand fight her you you will lose you will not win it's impossible but that is company eight as of right now and then like you were saying that's when we get to the final fight of the episode yeah it's this the yeah the final fight was just it was just really cool the 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 inferno um i thought i thought it was pretty i thought it was very interesting and then we finally get to see um shinra's ability and man how they set it up for this man to 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 deliver the finishing blow Mm -hmm. it was just it was just real dope um this man just does it just just ends up kicking the the inferno dead in the chest and then you just see like uh, like flames come out of her back like a quick like it was like someone just put her out mm-hmm. it was just it was just really really well done and right. i was just like yeah man this is this is this is this is really cool um but you know during the episode um lol they're the fuck they're fucking fire truck code name matchbox <laughs> man that shit had me crying <laughs> the matchbox. It's that, side note that shit had me crying but um you know, it's it's uh, like I was saying earlier. The show has a lot of potential because of the concept. Like, what happened in his past that killed his family? Like, it kind of it kind of oh, yeah. gives you a little bit of a, a little little hints. Um, but it, it also you know, goes back to explaining like the deeper meaning of he wants to be a hero because when he's a little kid, right. that's what he tells his mom. Like, I want to be a hero, right. and then you find out in his backstory that his mom. And his little brother, his brother were killed in a fire. And right. everyone thinks that he did it because of his right. powers and not knowing how to use them. But you find right. out that he saw something else in the fire. That There's, yeah. He doesn't know what it is, but he's, he, he says, I quote, like, I'm going to find the bastard. I'm going to get my revenge. Like, that's why he wants to be a hero, because he knows it's going to lead him down the path to finding what that was. You know? Right. And, and that, that concept is just really cool that, like... It's more than what you what we think it is, and I'm gonna be honest with you. This gave me Demon Slayer vibes okay. because random people, mm-hmm. random people, just combust and become infernals. Mm-hmm. Demon Slayer, it's not random, but people become demons. That's the same yeah. thing that happened to Tanjiro's family. Mm-hmm. His family was massacred, and it was something bigger, and we didn't see it, but we obviously know what happened to his family. Right. It's the same thing with Shinra. His family was killed by a higher power, and we just don't know. And he's like, he saw, he witnessed it, 
and it's like I need to get my revenge. So I definitely got Demon Slayer vibes from that. Um, and I got the whole Infernals. It reminded me of just like people turning into demons in Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. You know who get who who get bit by. Uh, wait, Demon Slayer only only what's his name can turn. Uh, yeah, I forget what the, the main. Villain I forgot is, his name. It but starts yeah. with an M. But yeah, only he can um, make demons. Only yeah. So like I got those vibes from that. Um, when Shinra at the end got into the track stance, boy, I lost my shit. Because <laughs> it was, dude, that scene was epic. It's, it was so fire. Like, this <laughs> man got into the track stance and took off. Like, I said, no, they didn't do this. I said, no, they didn't put this man in the track stance. Like, if I ran track, I would use that as my header for everything. Like, on Twitter, it's like, I would have that header. Like, yo, we in anime. They got track. It, it was, that, that was really dope. That was really dope. Um, how did he get on the fire force though? Oh yeah, so like oh like Chris Chris said before, that was just a question that I had. Yeah, during the show you just like, find out like yeah he he ended up growing up and wanting to figure out who like who actually killed his parents was he he joins the academy goes through it you don't really see it, it, it they mention it every now and then he's like yeah I was in the academy everyone hated me now I'm here yeah yeah that was that's that was just one thing that I was like oh I feel like they could have gave us a little information or some clips on like what that was like but you never know that could be a whole completely different show but the other uh, last thing that i had was like i was once again back to the whole potential thing mm-hmm. and we well it's confirmed now like there's a higher power here mm-hmm. like why is this happening oh man so there's there's always a why and so that why is gonna drive you after you um, watch the first episode like so, why is this happening so i've seen I've seen the whole show because when this show got announced and I saw it, I was super pumped and I watched it week to week. Uh, the only clue I'll give you to the higher power is think Naruto vibes for villains. And that's all I'm going to okay. say. It's fucking, think of all the villains and the groups and all that stuff and then try and apply it to Fire Force because that's what's happening. And it's fucking awesome. Because remember, yeah, the, like the I, other part of the summary was they also, not only are they fighting Infernals and trying to stop it from happening, they're also going and dealing with trying to figure out the corruption plaguing all the other companies. So, the show is a lot more than just fighting Infernals. They also have to fight other people with firepowers. And that's, that's that that makes it even better. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I actually want to watch this too. As it's a matter of so fact, in this first episode, yeah, it was really good. Um, if you, if so you yeah, want a, uh, a spoiler that they that, that they themselves put in the show, watch the ending song, like the whole thing, and you'll get a spoiler of Sister's backstory. Just, oh, know, okay. Because it's, it's like, what, a minute and 20 seconds? And you know how they always play, like in the openings for songs, they always just put in a bunch of scenes from the season? That's going to be... Yeah. So the ending yep. for the first half of the show uh, is Sister's backstory. Is, is the ending song and and but it's not like it's not like how the opening is where it's a bunch of scenes the ending is a bunch it's like they did watercolor pictures and they flash them on the screen for like two or three seconds but it tells the story of sister and oh, okay. it's pretty dope because her backstory is actually pretty cool too 
I'll uh, I'll check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, this show this show is definitely this this there's a lot of action, a lot of action in the first episode, and it's very aesthetically pleasing. And this show has a lot of potential mm-hmm. regarding why and how are these things happening, which is good. Um, as me, a first time viewer, I've never seen this show before. I'm definitely interested. <laughs> Excuse me, and I want to find out more. And I. I will end up watching this as well. Good, because I need someone to talk uh, to about any, it because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> right? Uh, did you have any? Did you have any uh, other comments that you had or notes or anything? The like only that, thing is, like I was saying earlier, with the whole religious aspect of it, that does it plays a m- huge part in the show, especially because after every time they kill, like when they when they show up to kill the infernal at the end, the the husband because the infernal is the wife of the guy who owns the factory. And the wife's like, or the husband's like, can you can you save my wife? Can you can you put her to rest? And they're like, yes, we're we're gonna go in. We're gonna. They never say we're gonna kill her. They say we're gonna help her soul, like reach the god of flame soul. Like we're gonna put her to rest. And when they when they do defeat it, they they all make like a little triangle symbol with their hands, and they all say latum, which is their version of I guess saying amen or something. And when they uh, when they yeah. leave. And the guy's like, "Did you did did she suffer?" And the sister's like, "No, Shinra was able to put her to rest without any suffering." Like they they never say kill. It's always you know put to rest, save the soul, that kind of thing. And the and the guy's like, "All he starts crying. He's like, thank you for saving my my wife.' Like like even the people are like, thank you for saving them, not thank you for killing them. You know. You know what that reminds me what? of. What, what else does that have in common with? That's Demon Slayer as well. Mm-hmm. Tanjiro would pray for the demons that he would kill and lay them to rest. Right. He would treat the demons with respect. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of similarities between this and Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. in, my, in my opinion. For sure, definitely. Yeah, the, show's, the show is literal fire. I absolutely do watch it. The, the story, yeah, the story gets up. crazy. The fights are insane. Some of my favorite fights in anime are in this show. And there's also... There's one scene halfway through the show that gets me every time. I always tear up a little bit because it shows a character crying and it makes me cry. And then, like, the most epic fight scene ever happens. Uh, please please watch that, Lawrence. You'll know exactly when you get to it. It's fucking amazing. And they do such a good job animating it, too. Wow. Yeah. it's Watch, watch the race all day today because I know you're not going to do anything. Watch the race. Finish the whole thing. <laughs> Spend the four hours to watch the race. And then start watching Fire Force. I want you to be done with both shows by tomorrow, Lawrence. I know you can do it. <laughs> I said done with both shows by tomorrow. I know you can do it. Don't, don't bullshit me. I know you can do it. You'll have, you'll have both shows done before this episode releases. Let's be real. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. But yeah, so those are our two shows, guys. Um... So this week in anime news, not... I actually have something real quick, Chris, before you start that. Demon Slayer, Mugen Train, anime film teased in English dubbed form. Now, I know how much the anime community loves English dubs. Dub or sub, baby. Dot, 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 dot. That was a joke, guys. (laughs) But for all the people who don't feel like reading subtitles whenever they're eating their food and have to look up every two seconds to read, the English dub is going to be out 
for Demon Slayer, they are making an English dub form. Mm-hmm. So that's just a little quick thing. Um, but go ahead, Chris. That falls right in the anime news. Yeah, uh, mostly this week it's just been more announcements of stuff getting pushed back or delayed or or like like Food Wars. They aired the first two episodes, but then they had to. They originally were going to air the first three and then put it on hiatus, but they only ended up doing the first two. Uh, I know Scientific Railgun TV show got pushed back as well. Just just a lunch of uh, a lunch a bunch of delays and pushbacks due to COVID-19 which you know it does suck but better to wait and uh, have you know have our animators and manga authors be in good health than try and you know force the shows to come out now 100%. for sure for sure but on a brighter note next week we're gonna have our first guest on the show uh, we'll wait till next week to introduce them I think it I think she'll uh She's going to be great for the show. She's someone I've known for a few years. And uh, Lawrence, why don't you introduce the two shows we're going to be talking about? Because to be honest, I'm pretty sure she might be one of the most knowledgeable people on these shows. So we are going to be, drum roll please, <laughs> we're going to be reviewing Full Metal and the Full Metal Brotherhood, Full Metal Alchemist. So Full Metal Alchemist and the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Now, Full Metal Alchemist, for all the OG anime heads out there, no. Mm-hmm. Full Metal Alchemist is a legendary OG anime. For sure. Like you're not you're not talking about you're not talking down about Full Metal Alchemist. It's not happening. No. Full Full Metal Alchemist is legendary. Mm-hmm. Um and it's funny we made the reference to I made a reference to the currency song full full metal that's right and what do you know next week we're going to be reviewing it <laughs> right um i haven't watched brotherhood you haven't. i've seen the original okay. but i haven't what? i have not watched Brotherhood. when you're getting ready for next week watch the original full metal episode first and then watch brotherhood because I, I definitely want to talk about all the similarities but all the differences so i think yeah watch the f- original then watch brotherhood okay <laughs> okay so yeah, so I hope you guys are excited for that. Uh, Chris, is that going to count as our throwback or no? Nah, nah. Okay. I got I got some ideas for the throwback. <laughs> okay. So yeah, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate that, guys. Thanks for the support. And stop.